So good morning, everybody, again. Now, we've been looking at a theme this month. Now, what holiday did we recently celebrate at the beginning of this month, anybody? What was it? New Year's. New Year's. It wasn't a trick question. Some were like, wait, what holiday? New Year's, right? Now, what is a popular thing that people do during New Year's? They make what? New Year's resolutions. People make New Year's resolutions. People decide to become somebody better, somebody newer, right? Now, let's be honest about those New Year's resolutions. First of all, everyone close your eyes because I don't want anyone peeking. How many of you guys made a New Year's resolution? All right. Keep your eyes closed. Put your hands down again. Here you go. How many of you guys have already fallen short on keeping your New Year's resolution? All right. Put your hands down. That way you guys weren't ashamed, but let's be honest. Probably over half of us have already fallen short on keeping those New Year's resolutions, right? And what do people resolve to do? They resolve to stop drinking, stop smoking, right? Lose weight. Lose weight is always a popular one. They resolve to be more active, be more healthy. That was actually one of mine. So far, I'm actually doing pretty good. I actually went out and bought a bike for my, I got a bike for Christmas from my dad, and I have actually rode it once already. <laughs> so I'm doing pretty good there. I don't necessarily want to lose weight, I just want to tone it up. That's right, be healthy. Because it doesn't matter how much you weigh, healthy is the key. So that was my goal, to be more healthy, and the other thing was to eat better and <laughs> That would be my thing is when you live by yourself and it's kind of pointless to cook for yourself sometimes, that is where I fall short because you don't know how easy it is to sit there and go, well, McDonald's is on the way home and right now they're doing their, they brought back that two first specials. You know, they did away with the dollar menu, which was actually super helpful for me. That was helping my resolution because I go, dude, now they're expensive. I ain't eating at McDonald's anymore. But then they brought back their two for special where you can get a hamburger and a drink for $2. And I was like, oh. But I am very proud to say that I have not been to McDonald's this year yet. So I'm very excited about that. I know, that's, I know. Cookies and candies and chips is my other thing. And I'll admit, I sat there eating, I was eating um, tortillas and nacho chip the other night. So we resolve to do things, and we often fall short, though, don't we? I was um, at the office, and someone else was giving a devotion about New Year's resolutions, and she says, resolution is when we resolve to do something. Whenever I hear the word resolve, do you know what I think about? That carpet cleaner, resolve. That spray and wash stuff that's supposed to get your carpet super clean and erase any stains that have ever been there. Sometimes it works, too. But then I got to thinking, well, you know, resolve and treating stains. You know what's like a stain in our lives? Sin. 
and it can prevent us, and those stains in our lives from sin can prevent us from being truly new. And so this year, I want us to resolve to not be healthier or just healthier by adapting a different lifestyle or making changes in our lifestyle. But I want us to resolve to be spiritually more healthy. And honestly, it may be the easiest and the hardest thing for us to do this year. The easiest in the fact that you know what? It's not about watching what we eat. And the hardest, and well, it is about watching what we do, what we say, what we expose ourselves to. And so this year, let us resolve to be a new person. Let us resolve to go out with the old and in with the new. And you may go, well, it's already three weeks into the new year. Well, we've already seen how many of us have already broke our New Year's resolutions, right? We kind of remember raising our hands for those. It's never too late to have a reminder. I don't make any because I break them. <laughs> it's like, I'll be honest, I don't even make any because I break them. Look at Revelation chapter 21, verse 5. Revelation 21, verse 5 says this. Revelation 21, verse 5. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He is making everything, what's our key word? New. That should be our word of the year. New. New. A new beginning, right? First thing, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. If anyone is in Christ, if anyone has a personal relationship with Christ, then they are no longer who they were. They are new. And so a key to being a better self, our better self, our newer self, is our relationship with who? With Christ. Now, Last week we talked about claiming the blood of Jesus and the power of it. We have the opportunity from Jesus' death on the cross to be forgiven, to be made new. We sing a song about the power that in the blood of Jesus that's enough to take even the darkest soul and wash it white as snow. But what it's telling us in Corinthians here, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, is that it's not even that you're a garment that's been laundered and pressed and cleaned to the point you look new. 
2 Corinthians has taken it a step further. It says, you don't look new. You are new. It's a new creation. Who you were, what you've done, is so in the past that it doesn't matter. That all that matters now is who you are in Christ. Not only is it a new beginning, but you are a new person. A new person in the spirit. You don't physically change appearance. Although, maybe if there are vices in your life that affect how you look, when you become a new person and you put those vices behind you, it may affect how you look. It may change your appearance. And the fact that, you know, this gentleman shared earlier, he gave away, a, he overcame a vice, and he's feeling great and healthy, right? When we feel good on the inside, people see it. People notice that there's a difference. So when we become a new being in Christ, people notice that there is something different about us, and if they're not noticing it, then we need to find out why. What is still in our lives that is holding us back? What stain is still showing up on us, no matter how much we try to wash it off? Shakespeare has a play in which a woman's conscience gets to her to the point where, no matter what, she is convinced there is blood everywhere, on her hands, on her clothes, out, out, spot. Because her conscience will not let her live with what she has done. But that's because she did not seek forgiveness from the true source of forgiveness. She tried to hide what she was doing. She tried to hide what had been done and to deny it. But what happens in dark will come to light. And the only way that we can be made new is from having a relationship with God. I was doing some studying for this, and I was reading somewhere about a song that Bill Gaither wrote. And the word said this. Today I went down to the place where I used to go. Today I saw the same old crowd I knew before. And when they asked me what had happened, I tried to tell them, Thanks to Calvary, I don't come here anymore. Then we went down to the house where we used to live. My little boy ran behind the door. I said, son, never fear, you got a new daddy. Thanks to Calvary, we don't live here anymore. Thanks to Calvary, I'm not the man I used to be. Thanks to Calvary, things are different than before. And as the tears ran down my face, I tried to tell them, thanks to Calvary. I don't live here anymore. When we're thinking about this new year and where we want to be, let's make sure it is somewhere different than where we were when we were our old selves. When we are a new creation, a new person, when we have a relationship with Christ, 
And we are that new person. Colossians 3, starting with verse 5, says it best. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things, such as anger and malice and rage and slander and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self and with it the practices, but have put on a new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its creator. And then skipping over to verse 12 of Colossians 3, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with these things. This is what the new you should look like. Clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds all together in perfect unity. Sums it up, right? The key to being a new you. The second word to go along with our key verses for the year. The first one being new. The second is love. Love covers everything. Love is the key to being a new person. Loving others as Christ has loved you. And loving Christ in all that you do. Let the Lord be the Lord of your life. Make him the boss. We said it the other week. There's that saying that says, Jesus is my co-pilot. No, I challenge you this year to make it completely different. Don't have him be your co-pilot. Have him be the one in control. The co-pilot is just there if something goes wrong with the guy flying the plane, right? He may help out with navigation every now and then when the pilot asks. But that is not the kind of relationship we need to have with Christ. Our new selves should be sitting in the co-pilot seat. Letting God tell us where to go, when to do it, what to do. Being open for his direction in our lives. Going wherever he would have us to go. Doing whatever he would have us to do. Remembering to love him and to love one another as he has loved us, as he forgives us. May we do the same. We shared this last week and we'll share it again. First John chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you. God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us all from sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness.
this year, let us resolve to be new. Let us resolve to be pure and holy by having a relationship with Christ, by loving him and loving others in all that we do. We're going to enter our time of prayer. It's the same song that we used as our prayer chorus for last year, for last week. But it very simply says this, and this is about putting, on, putting off the old and putting on the new. All that we once held dear, we put it behind because nothing in our past compares to the wonderfulness of knowing Jesus. So as it plays, take this time in prayer. If you need the altar, it's available here. You can come and pray. We can come and pray with you. Or you can do so in your seats. But just as the song plays, take this time in prayer.
Heavenly Father, we just come for you, Lord. We make that our prayer, Lord, to know you. That there is no greater thing, Lord, than knowing you. So let us resolve in this new year, Lord. Make it a commitment, Lord, beyond a resolution. That you will become our joy, our righteousness, that we love you, Lord, and that we show that love to others, Lord, that people may look at us and know there is something new, that you are within us, that you are our Savior, and that we know you and love you. Just be with us all. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.